Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Welcome to a brand new week on the Donna and Steve Show on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. It's also National Brothers Day. Oh, you got a brother? Show your appreciation. Give him a high five. Maybe a brother's sake the day off. Sisters work in honor of us. that's a cute idea, actually. That'd be great. Mm, you just you just uh, were celebrating your brother. Happy I Brother's was, Day to Drew. Yes, thank you. Yeah, I went home to um to a re- the city. He works for the city. Thankless job, you know, government workers, you know, civil servants. Um, but they threw him a really nice retirement party, Thank and by nice did retirement parties. Who knew? Who knew? Anyway, Steve, did you look at the pictures I sent I you? I did. Unbelievable. Okay, so Dawn, I have to explain to you. Okay. I don't know if it's an East Coast thing or a Jersey, New York thing, <laughs> but... I'm into it. We don't just throw a party. Uh-huh. This was like you were at Caesar's Palace <laughs> in Vegas. Yeah. That's how they do it up. I mean, you walk in and there's a Chihuly chandelier yeah. hanging there, it's just over the top, beautiful, meets gaudy. Yeah, right you know? on the border. Yes. I mean, when, when it was time, there's a piano player. No, oh my gosh. There's huge room. There's the food. You would not believe the food. So when the food is about to come out, it's a big like presentation. The doors open. You know, they're all like on a track on the ceiling. Sure. And they open up the doors. And the food is... There's a sushi station. There's a seafood station with like oysters and I mean just okay, everything you can is, think of. Crab. This is all just for him, or was it for a group of was people? Was it a group that of were well, retiring? It was no. It was for just for him oh, wow. and his guests. So it was like you know, like being at a wedding, really. And wow. he's the he's the man of the hour. Yeah. As I started looking at the pictures more, I thought, oh, this is a group of people. No, it's like, okay, they're going to honor like the the 50 people that are retiring from the city. That's unbelievable. It was all just for him. Then there's, I mean, the the food is lit from the bottom up. There's ice sculptures. It's just insane. Yeah, the swan swan sculpture near the shrimp cocktail, I think is a bit much. But whatever, you know, if you can get it, smoke them if you got them. The only way I can describe it is by saying Vegas, like a buffet in Las Vegas. And the... It's just. It feels like a wedding. Like if you went to a yes. fancy rich and person's one that wedding. we can't afford. And this yes. is what every <laughs> wedding I go to on the East Coast is like. Are like people serious? don't get married in their backyards and then go back to the house or the backyard. It's got to be like there are so many event centers. Yeah, like mm-hmm. so many. Just even in my hometown of thirty thousand people, I can probably come up with ten different event centers. This wow. place. Wow. But what's funny about it is it's plopped in the middle of this very mm, unassuming town, very blue collar, uh-huh. very what Northeast used to be. You know, it's just small houses, 
you know, small sidewalk. And and it's plopped in the middle of like. Is this a hotel? No. Or just an it, event center? Just for weddings, wow. events. Just for your brother. They built <laughs> they, it They for erected him, this actually. entire building, yeah. yeah. And the food was like off the charts, amazing. I mean, they had everything from eggplant parmesan to, mm. you know, like a cold cuts table and different cold salads and desserts and just the presentation. But anyway, it was a beautiful party. I had a great time. Oh, my gosh. Well, you know, the next picture in, in the slideshow, you know how when someone texts you pictures... It's just you can scroll and it will take you to any picture that you've gotten from that person. Yeah. It goes from this beautiful event center. And Donna, I had been thinking that your patio was really cute and well-appointed, but now it comes right next to the grand foyer. And so now I just... Oh, now you're like... "Mm." I'm disappointed. You're like, what a dump. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's just really ridiculous. It's very... It's just weird, and I forget how weird it is because it was the norm growing up like that. But then you come back here, and you're like, everyone's, you know, just chill. Like, oh, we're going to have a bridal shower. No. (laughs) Was it Saturday night that it happened? Uh, It was actually Thursday. Oh, okay. So it was Thursday Thursday night. So a little bit cheaper, probably. But anyway, that's where Snooki from Jersey Shore got married, too. Oh, really? Yeah, where her wedding reception was. Wow. And, you know, that's a good place for prom, they would oh, have yeah. it at somewhere like that. Jeez. Anyway, Dawn, I'll show you some pictures. That, uh, yeah, I want to see this. It's just I'm using my imagination. Oh, you know how they afforded die. it, Dawn? Oh. Yeah, they charged us. Taxpayer money. What? They charged no. you? Yeah, we. it was like 100 bucks a person <laughs> to go. I'm like, and then wow. I'm worrying about what to wear. I'm like, for 100 bucks, I'm going to wear whatever I want. What? Wow. You had to pay 100 bucks to get into your brother's own retirement party? That is correct. Okay. How many people showed up? Wow. I think it, they had to cap out at 125. Oh, my gosh. But Done. people know what it's going to be like. They're like, it's well worth it. I'll pay 100 bucks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, open bar the whole night. Oh, my wow. gosh. Five hours. Yeah. You And free food. and you Free just, food. Well, what did he say? During his speech. He was lovely. I mean, and I found out things about my brother that I did not know. Like, oh. what an amazing man when you just listen to these other people tell yeah. their stories. Oh, my right. God. Yeah. And That's what a so blessing <laughs> that you get to hear this mm-hmm. while you're still alive. Well, you're still and alive. I have a, a brochure because I had a program. And on the back of it, it just has all of his accomplishments. And I looked at my sisters and I go, save that. We're going to need it for his obituary. Oh, my God. Oh, God. The work is already done for us. We'll just add Loving's brother, blah, blah, blah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, you're right. That is cool to hear other people's anecdotal stories, you know, about someone that you love. Yeah. Um, That the closest I can think is with like a parent teacher conference. Yes. And yes. you hear something nice about your children that and you, you don't start witness. Weeping. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, Steve, he's a oh, butterfly. Kisses. Really? Really? Anyway, I am dying to know how the college of pop culture knowledge went in my absence. You'll find out today at 10 30. We'll be playing again. Brittany was here in your steed. So to mm, that worries me. Shannon, Miss Shannon, Miss Shannon. Yeah. She was, she's strong. <laughs> she she is strong. She and the the topic that I had to go against Miss Shannon in was it was unfortunate. Mm. I'll just say that for me. All right, well, um, that's coming up at ten thirty. Ten thirty at eleven thirty today, hour three. If you're listening on the podcast, it's a Money Monday. How much is the Friends cast making for their big reunion special airing this Thursday on HBO Max? Some mm. of those numbers come out. Not to mention, how much are they making? In reruns, do they make a lot as much as you think, or is it maybe less than you think? So we'll dig into that today. 
during Money Monday. Phil Mickelson just won some big money yesterday. It was must-see TV in the mm. sports world as he became the oldest male golfer to ever win a major championship at 50. He'll be 51 in three weeks and did the unthinkable. I was listening to a sports show just a few weeks ago that said, not will Phil Mickelson ever win a major again, Will he ever win any tournament? Just a random waste management oh, tournament wow. in Phoenix. And they said no. Yeah. No. They said he's not going to win it. And then he came out and he won the PGA Championship. Yeah. And it was just, it was great. And they had a full crowd there outside in South Carolina. And people were going crazy. They were crowding around him as he walked up the 18th fairway. It was a really iconic um, moment in golf history. And it was some must see. TV viewing for the uh, sports world over the weekend. So that was sweet. a good old time. Uh, let's see here. When we come back, how about a grab bag of things that make you go, huh? I'm going to tell you something about Michael Keaton and Diane Keaton. Did you know that they had this in common or not? We'll dig into that and other things that you don't really need to know, but you'll be happy that you did. When we come back, it's Donna and Steve on My Talk. Hey, big shout out to our friends at Chill Boys for sponsoring our podcast. Yes, Chill Boys is local. They make really comfortable and cooling men's underwear. The fabric is breathable and flexible because it's made from bamboo with a little smidge of spandex. And you could get a great deal right now on your first purchase. Yeah, you go to chillboys.com and then use the promo code MYTALK when you're there. What will await you besides a great deal? How about the most comfortable fabric that you will ever put over your nether regions? You need to believe me when I tell you that because it's true. I've tried all sorts of different kinds, including some really big names out there that say we have the most comfortable. Nay, said the horse, you do not. The Chill Boys are so comfortable. They're made of this bamboo fabric, which is just like made up of cumulonimbus clouds. It feels so good. <laughs> it is so cool. And my groin has been super happy with me ever since I made the switch. Good to know. Great for biking, <laughs> hiking, fishing, working out. No wedgies, no chafing, no odor. You guys, you got to try these. Go to chillboys.com. Don't forget to use that promo code MYTALK. Chill Boys, comfort where it counts. Donna and Steve on my talk, 1071. Everything entertainment. We got some fun facts. You know, kind of a weird thing about Donna, you've long hated Diane Keaton. How did you know that? No, I love her. I like her style because she doesn't give a crap. That didn't sound like a compliment, did it? No, it didn't. <laughs> yeah, it did she does have a very laid back. Style. She likes ties and suits and turtlenecks. I like yeah. it. Yeah. And I think she's very pretty, too. Okay, well, good. You wrapped that up nicely. Good job, Donna. How about this with Michael Keaton and Diane Keaton? A little crossover here. Michael Keaton's real name is Michael Douglas. Oh. He picked Keaton as a stage name because, obviously, there was already an actor named Michael in Douglas. SAG and you can't have repeats, right? Yeah, that's why people have three Initials names. And, oh, yes. is that right? There are a lot of actors that have Keegan-Michael Key, oh. you know, because there's another Keegan Key out there. Oh, maybe first. like Michael B. Jordan. Yeah. Huh. They go, whoop, can't have them. There's already a Don McLean. Sorry. Oh, wow. So it, right. it seems like it's pretentious, but it really is just not. they're forced to. You just have to do it. Yeah. Okay, well, with that, he picked Keaton as a stage name, as I mentioned, because Michael Douglas already taken. But he also liked the way that Diane Keaton's name sounded. But Keaton was a stage name for Diane Keaton, too. Interesting. Her real name, Diane Hall. Keaton was her mother's maiden name. Also, oh. her nickname is Annie. No, oh. it is 
Which is where Woody Allen got the title for Annie oh, Hall. Hashtag Woody Allen. Hashtag too soon. Fun. <laughs> hashtag me too. Mm-hmm. Hashtag mm-hmm. Okay. Because I, I thought, oh, what a great coincidence. But no. Yeah. That's no. really cute. I know. Thanks, Steve. Hey, man, you got it. If you like that one, you're going to love this one about eels. The average eel. Oh, what I thought you pe- meant the band. Oh, no. Mm-mm. Okay. This is about a real eel. Okay. The average eel lives to be 10 to 15 years old, like a house pet, kind of like a dog. Oh. But an eel in Sweden lived to be 155 years old, which would be the equivalent of a human being in this day and age living somewhere between the ages of 813 to 1220. Wow. How did they make it live forever? I don't know. I don't know if it was protected. Was it in an aquarium? I don't know. You know, they had calamari at this thing that I went to last week. And I just couldn't. I couldn't do it after watching my octopus teacher. Oh, Oh, Donna. I couldn't do it. And everyone was talking about how good it was. Oh, I love calamari. How are you feeling about escargot? Not great. <laughs> Tried it once. Oh. No. Oh, likey. Oh, my word. Have you ever been on a cruise? Yes. They often, in the dining rooms, will escargot is on almost every cruise menu every night as a starter. It's just one of their stock mm, starters that yeah. they'll bring out to you. I can't think of a night that I don't order the escargot when I'm cruising the high seas. Really? And it is so, every single night, it is so unbelievably good. And it's it's a escargot snail, for those of you who don't know. But you could tell me it's anything. It could be a piece of mulch. But if it's been sitting in this buttery, oh, garlicky yeah. mm-hmm. thing so long, whatever. You I feel anything like it was sauce. sandy. No. You know how sometimes when you do oysters and it's like salty, sandy, like gritty. Mm. Oh, that's uh, no. Mm. It's like they didn't clean it well enough. Ew. You know, on the cruise, the escargot <laughs> plate comes with six little holes. So it's like a plate. And then I think that maybe they give you like some bread or something in the middle. Something. Yes. And then there are just little, imagine like little tiny Smurf bowls cut into the plate going around the the exterior of the plate so that you just have the escargot in. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. All of these little tiny uh, yeah. bowls waiting for you. Oh, yes. and then you could sip it out of there, man. Mm. Is there breading involved? No, no. It's just, I feel just like the... an oyster thing. It's, yeah. like, a, it's like lobster. It's so good. In the good. buttery goodness. Yes. Nope. That's she a bummer about no. you and calamari, though, Donna. I know. Mm. We're, gonna, we're breaking up. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's do video game talk. Don, you're going to yeah. like this because of video games. Okay. In the Super Mario Brothers series, Luigi's name is based on the Japanese word Ruigi, uh-huh. which means similar. Okay. Because Luigi is similar to Mario. Oh. Do you like Guigi? Who's Guigi? 
Guiji is a guy, well, it's it's Luigi, but it's like a ghost version of him. And then he can go, oh, like ghost he can Luigi. go like, he can squeeze under like slime into an area where you can't get. Oh, I think I like this out of that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm like, use Guiji. Guiji. Because uh, MC likes the, like, Haunted Mansion. Oh, yeah. Those, those um, installments of it on Switch. Yeah. About, uh, what about Yoshi? What are your feelings on Yoshi? Remember Yoshi? Mm-hmm. Yoshi, the dinosaur that Mario could ride. And then I'm pretty sure you had to punch Yoshi yeah. in the side of the head <laughs> yes, in order yes. to get him to, <laughs> to eat go- something. Yeah, yeah you stick right. his long Yoshi tongue oh out. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> Blast from the past. Battery. Assault and battery. Mm-hmm. Oh, Donna, you'll like this. Hit me. A caterpillar called the tobacco hornworm yeah. uses its bad breath to scare off predators. How does it get its bad breath? It's just a caterpillar. Well, it gets it from eating tobacco leaves. I thought you were going to say escargot. Ah, escargot. that would be funny. Tobacco. Tobacco. Huh. You ever come upon someone who just smells like cigarettes, like tobacco, and you're like, okay, <clears throat> Donna, you probably just partied with one such lass. That person does not smoke anymore, and it's been... Stinky Susie. That's rude. He said about my sister, because I once told him that she smoked, oh and he calls her Stinky Sue, and well, it's listen, so mean. I'm sorry, but anyone who smokes, anyone, they don't Preach. know Preach. that they smell. Yeah. But they do. And what they think is their best version of themselves, like cologne or Because you can't smell it anymore for no. after a while. They don't know. They can't smell. They can hardly taste anything anymore. Mm. They just smell. Mm-hmm. Okay. Just like and cigarettes. Then... Not body odor. No. It's not body odor. I'm not saying that they don't have good personal hygiene routines. They just smell like their habit. Okay. And finally, this little ditty on art. The famous artist... Caravaggio. Familiar? Yes. Okay. Bowls of fruit. Oh, is that his big thing? Yeah. He's actually from the city of Caravaggio, Italy. He chose to use that as his name because his first name was Michelangelo. Ah, see, same thing. Right back to Keaton's. Yes. Another artist had that name, had it claimed, so he had to become Caravaggio. Wow. Nice. (sighs) Sistine Chapel. Little overrated if you see it in person. Is that I'll just right? Say it, okay. I mean, it's amazing when you think of the fact that he was up there suspended, upside down painting. Think about that when you painted the ceiling of your garage. Oh my God, you're right. Can you imagine? Because <laughs> that was painful for you. Can you imagine Aching. doing some artwork? Aching for years. All right. Well, fine. I'm just saying. By the time you've toured the rest of the Vatican, I think you've seen other more beautiful things. Okay. But it is the effort. Did you see David? David. I think I did. Oh, jeez. You would remember, Saw right? Why? Because of the... Because of the... Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I'd remember that. Okay. All right, we got to go. When summer rolls around, I'm looking for fun activities for my family and me. And that's why I love the Y. They have summer camps for kids, teens, and even families to enjoy together. Campers of all ages can go swimming, canoeing, horseback riding, and more. Become a Y member for just five bucks and get discounts on these summer camps plus 25% off dues for the whole summer. Check it out at ymcanorth.org. All right, we're back. You're listening to Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. Steve, I feel like we really need to start 
with you watching Mayor of Easttown. Mm, everybody's Ooh. watching it. I didn't watch the latest episode I yet, so don't tell me what happened. Okay, it, okay. it was on last night at nine. So yeah, yeah I haven't watched late. the like three episodes, so don't tell me what happened. Uh, okay. So. Oh, you've watched three? No, I've watched two and a half. Two and a half in. <gasps> two and a half in. Okay, that means he fell asleep. I did, yeah. It's but okay. then Lou caught it once I dozed off, and then just stood up very abruptly and started clicking lights off. And I was like, "Oh, sorry, did I doze off?" Yeah. She's like, "We're not watching this when you're sleeping." Yeah. Well, you know, usually she'll power through and she'll just keep. And then I'm like, "Why did you watch that? I fell asleep. What's happening here?" Whereas if I notice she's asleep, I turn it off. Whatever. I'm not saying I'm an incredible husband. I'm just saying, make up your own mind. <laughs> Two and a half episodes in. The first episode was, you got to just get through first episodes of almost every show. Because none of them, they're all set in the table. It's just, you know, it's at the end of the first episode. By the end of the first episode, you have reason to suddenly be invested. But you get through it, and it was, first episode, solid. Second episode got really interesting. I felt like I had whiplash because I started flipping my head around so many different directions. I was like, wait, what does that guy have to do? Why is she? Is one that? Everybody make this? a chart? It's this big mystery. <laughs> Did and you yeah, make the chart? I didn't make Remember? a chart. I didn't make the chart. And you I know I should have. You need to do it. I just, and so we're pausing at points saying, wait, who is this person? Again? Right. That and it's going to get even worse. I know. Because I know. It's, a, it's called murder Durder. murder Murder-durder. And we did minute. get to the... The scene from that SNL makes one. Hey, my daughter. Oh, your daughter. Yes, your daughter. Murder, murder. But it is. It's really. It's interesting. There were, and some crazy things like happen in episode two, that are just like at the end of episode two. I don't know if every episode will give us a moment at the end of the episode where you're like, oh snap, we gotta go. And it's weird because okay. This is typical Donna, but I'll share it anyway. <laughs> I'll be vulnerable. Mm. So I'm also watching a show called Cruel Summer. Okay. And when I was watching Murder Durder, <laughs> the last episode, not this past one last night, but before that, I'm like, wait, I was confusing the characters in oh. that show oh, with this course. show. And I'm like, well, wait, where's what's her face? And I'm like, oh, gosh, this is murder, dirt, or this isn't cruel summer. <laughs> so you'd be like, what? that's the equivalent of watching Friends and being like, where is Kramer? Right. Why right. won't Kramer? He hasn't burst I know, the door? because there's some similarities that you haven't gotten to yet that I was like, I just, I got confused. It's called Mayor of Easttown, if you're just joining us. It's not so called HBO, Murder, Dirt. Uh, HBO Max, not called Murder, Dirt, or SNL did a sketch calling it Murder, Dirt, or um, but it, it's really, it's really good. And goodness gracious, the frump in Kate Winslet is just, oh, don't you just want to, you want to, you want to see her in a, in a gown after that. You want to see her at an award show. So you can see how up. much she stretched herself. But yeah. it, it's, it's interesting. The pace of it was moving along nicely and a lot of twists and a lot of turns. And I don't know, I'm guessing the overwhelming majority of these are red herrings, but that's okay. I'll go along for the ride and just enjoy the the nature of who done it. Is it. This is not a typical show that you and Lou would be watching. Um, I guess not. But we probably don't avoid them as much as you think we do. Mm-hmm. Just don't have like an innate interest. Like for instance, here's a show that seems equally dark but set in a very different specific part of the United States. 
It's called Bloodline. Yeah, Bloodline was on Netflix. Fabulous show. We tapped out like halfway through the second season because we just felt so grimy after a while when it was like, okay. But the first season, really interesting. Really interesting. Some good shocking moments in it. Mm-hmm. Great acting. They Beautiful scenery. and Yeah. Beautiful slash terrible looking. There is something about the Florida Keys that is simultaneously very picturesque, and everyone was always sweating there. Everyone's face was always sweaty. It always looked damp. I know, but that that to me isn't like, oh, beautiful. When you see just a dirty person standing in front of something pretty, the pretty thing looks dirtier. (laughs) That makes sense? Uh, Yes. So Mayor of Easttown takes you to eastern Pennsylvania. Bloodline takes you to the Florida Keys. So you really feel like you're a part of that environment. Because um, they're both like small communities. Yaqua. Yasqua. At okay. one point they asked Kate Winslet, is anyone not your cousin? No. Like, <laughs> they're all my cousin. Everyone. Yeah. Um, okay, so I caught a little bit of Saturday Night Live when I was at my brother's house. And um, mm-hmm. we'll have more coming up on the musical guest Lil Nas X. <laughs> I was I I was wondering why he was doing something that he was doing, and then mm. I found out this morning why he was doing it. Because I was like, "Ew, stop that! Uh. Why are you doing that?" But anyway, <laughs> deep tease. That's coming up at ten. Um, apparently, the the way they started the show mm. was really it was really sweet. They just talked about basically how the last year has been and Kate McKinnon at one point had gotten choked up and she said this is a year when we realize we are more than just a cast we are a family Mm. and she got you know a little broken up over that and then so people are starting to think that five cast members might be leaving (laughs) Uh, yeah, because the show opened with them talking about the year. Then they were divided into groups, and one group included the four who have been there the longest: mm-hmm. Keenan, Kate McKinnon, Aidy Bryant, and Cicely Strong. And mm. so that was taken as some kind of sign. And then Kate getting choked up, people are taking as a sign. Then during Weekend Update, Pete Davidson ended. His appearance by saying, I'm very grateful to be here, and it has been an honor to grow up in front of you guys. Why is he saying that? Because he's going away. That mm-hmm. that sounds like a going away thing. Yeah. I, let me just... This is all based on the article. I didn't see it. But maybe... Maybe they were just out there as the elder statesmen and stateswomen of SNL. And they just wanted to make sort of a poetic look back on the crazy year that was. Maybe that. Maybe. Maybe. But they had, you know, it's not like they didn't have a, a, well, they used to start with a political sketch. Mm -hmm. So this replaced that. And then the guest was um, Anya Taylor-Joy, who was very funny, from The Queen's Gambit. Remember her, Steve? Mm, yes, which we loved. Yep. Loved her. She's great. She was really cute. So she did a really good job. But yeah, I don't know. I, those are some big, big cast members to be losing. And five major cast. I mean, nobody's left that I know their name. Uh, um, except Villa, Villa Senor. What's her first name? Oh, uh, um, uh, in, Vanessa. In, Vanessa. Hannah Gerber. No, Hannah Gerber. Hannah Gerber. 
Oh, come on. Then there was Chris Red. Chris Red. He's pretty good. Oh, yeah. And what's her name? Chloe Feynman is going to be a big star. Chloe Feynman. For sure. Hannah Gardner is what I'm trying to think of. Yeah. All right. Now, wait a minute here. Now, more fuel to this fire. Oh, yeah. He's very funny, too. Keenan Thompson crossed his fingers when he said they'd all be back on the air around Thanksgiving. He did. That's what I'm reading. Page six. Adding more fuel to the speculative fire, mm. Keenan Thompson crossed his fingers at one point when he said they'd be back on the air around Thanksgiving. I don't know. What do you want me to do with that? I have questions. Okay, though. What <laughs> happened to Keenan's sitcom? Wasn't there a show that he was supposed to be doing for like NBC? Yeah. I think he's still doing Keenan. it, right? And yeah. AD Bryant's got Shrill. Right. Uh-huh. Kate McKinnon can do whatever she wants. Yeah. Cecily Strong can probably, probably do whatever has she a lot wants. of opportunities. Yeah. Pete Davidson, mm. he does movies. That's true. I mean, do you think that they were all afraid to leave because it sucks so bad? And then they were <laughs> like, I'll go if you go. And then they're like, wait, me too. Don't leave me. Don't leave me alone on this. And then Probably, they're like, let's all go. That's what I would say to you guys. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be okay. like, come on, don't I'd be like, don't do you have another me. gig set up for me, Don? <laughs> right. I'll, I'll figure something out. Okay. The time feels right. An NBC source told Page Six that Saturday's episode was not meant to be a final sign-off for anybody. And right. that contracts for the next season won't be decided until later in the summer. Maybe they were just know. feeling sentimental because they've been through a lot. Maybe so. Maybe they had to, I don't know, scratch something before him. Maybe they had a plan for a cold open and then it was a backup oh, plan. True. I don't know. I don't know. What? Maybe they were just going sentimental. What is the crossed fingers? Does that mean that it's going to be canceled and not come back? No, yeah. I've, why is he crossing it? Or is like, it because we'll of the time? I think he meant like... Time-wise. Like, um, I, but people are speculating, did he mean not me, though? I won't be here. Oh. I'll be back around Thanksgiving, fingers crossed, meaning I'm not actually partaking in this. I'm out of here. I don't know. I'm out of here. I, I feel like the show is just starting to get its legs back a little bit. You know, like the last couple of episodes were very funny. What was the one that we were just talking about? Where it was like, that was like one of the funniest episodes I have seen in a long Elon time. Elon Musk? Was it the Elon yes, Musk one? Yes, it yeah. was. I the just, uh, Gen Z hospital. Yeah, it was Okay. But yeah, the bar is low for them. They need to. They really need to make it a one-hour show. The problem is they can't sure. squeeze everybody into a sketch. Then and then, how do you justify paying these people mm-hmm. who like are you get paid every other week? Wonder how much you get paid. Like how much I is Keenan Thompson making on SNL? I bet you I could find that. I'm going to find yeah. it out before you do. I'm not, Donna, don't I'm not Donna. Pick up, wait, Donna, yet. somebody just called. You need to pick up the phone. Uh, no, nope, it's not true. Uh, makes. Per episode, here we go, everyone. We're going to find out in real time this information. $25,000 per episode? That's what I'm no. seeing. Five twenty-five yeah. per year. There's a lot of people on the show. They can't pay everyone millions. That cannot be I true. I mean, he's been on for like, what? 17 years. 17 years. And he's still making a good living. And he's featured in so many sketches. And SNL makes money for the network. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of advertising dollars. I don't buy that. I, I do. Buy I buy it. Yeah, First I buy year it. cast members make seven thousand dollars per episode. Mm-hmm. That's I've which heard is one hundred forty-seven grand a season. Second year, you get eight grand. If a cast member makes it to their fifth season, they make fifteen thousand dollars per episode. 
or $315,000 per season. God, ima- imagine oh. you guys if we were making $7,000 per episode of this show. Well, if we still did as many episodes as we do, that'd be awesome. Right? What if you just did a show once a week? Why don't we try that? Sure. <laughs> I like that idea. Let's do it. <laughs> we got We'll go. take the seven grand and the uh, once a week schedule. <laughs> hey, uh, Kevin Spacey has landed his first movie role since, you know, mm. the whole thing with the thing and the things. And I'll tell you about that coming right up. Why Donna Valentine would absolutely fall head over heels in love if ever she went on a date with Steven Seagal. I have proof. <laughs> Whatever. It's coming up next on Donna and Steve Ew. on my talk. We back. What's <laughs> She's still got the Call funny, back. guys. Ah, uh, you're sure. listening to Donna and Steve. Producer Don McClain hanging with us for a little while longer. Mm-hmm. We saw a few things we want to discuss. Hey, if you see something, say something. Oh, that is catchy, huh? Time for If You See Something, Say Something with Donna and Steve. If you see something, say something. Come on and party tonight. Okay, me go first. Sorry. Uh, Kevin Spacey has lined up his first film role since all those allegations, sexual assault allegations against him. That was one, two, three, four years ago. And it's going to be in an Italian movie. Should I even try to pronounce it? Please. Absolutely. Yes. Are you kidding me? You had a relationship with an Italian. You can do this. You know, make it a spaghetti. Okay, so she actually just went from her, an impression of her former mother-in-law, right into the name of the movie. And it was our job to determine when one stopped and the other began. It's Luomo Che Disegno Dio. Which means there's a creep in this thing. (laughs) (laughs) It means the man who drew God. And it's being directed by an Italian uh, actor named Franco Nero. Mm. And it'll co-star his wife, Vanessa Redgrave. Oh, he's married to Vanessa Redgrave. Yes, queen. Okay, because I was questioning why she would do this. Mm. Yes. Yep. And so it's going to shoot in Italy, and he's saying he's very happy that Kevin agreed to participate. Mm. He considers him a great actor, and I can't wait for him to start the movie. He is a great actor for sure, but... Interesting. Um, That's interesting. This is a guy who starred in um, the original... uh, How do you say it? Django? Django? Django. Django. Yes, yes, yes. but just Django back in 1966, um, and then... Quentin Tarantino borrowed that name for his movie, and then he gave Nero a cameo as Amerigo Vesepi. Vesepi. Amerigo Vesepi. Good times, guys. How do you feel about that, Kevin Spacey getting hired? Um... I mean... Don's making an ooh face. Obviously, I'm... I'm not gonna... Uh, not good. I don't feel good about it. I don't either. People that don't... Uh, um, own was, up. Yeah, never that's, owned up. that's what we're missing, I think. That's There's the no apology. Right? There's a real, like, you know, he did that weird... Frank... Oh, this commercial. Christmas, and that thing. Christmas Eve stuff. Christmas Eve yeah. stuff that yeah, was yeah, very, yeah. like, in your face, I don't care, very weird... 
no, not apologetic, very cocky. Mm, yeah, yeah. Yep. just like, dude. Yeah, go away. <laughs> yeah, just go live off your your money. Yeah, that you hopefully saved, right? Will he ever land an American acting role again? Well, if another pervert hires him, probably yeah. he could go to work with Woody Allen yeah, or somebody. That's true. Yeah. Another pervert, <laughs> like Woody Allen. You got to yeah. stick together. You yeah, know? you know. I don't know that somebody who wants a future in the business wants to have a reputation for hiring sexual I, no predators. i mean look seth rogan doesn't even work with james franco anymore oh, yeah yeah it's like right. i don't i'm not going to probably yeah just yeah a gentleman's hmm. agreement speaking of weird and pervy <laughs> tell us the story about steven seagal wait so tell you that why you <laughs> for sure would fall for steven seagal is that what you want to know sure Donna, this is going to hit you hard, sister. No. You're going to drink this glass, and it is 12 fluid ounces of truth. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Let me go God. back. Steven Seagal, very big deal in the 1990s, okay? Sure. Hasn't always had the best reputation out there. Over the years, several women have accused him of sexual harassment or even sexual assault. Very serious things. There is this one particular story, though, that's just weird, not... <laughs> Uh, bad, not criminal bad. Juliana Margulies. <laughs> she was trying out for Steven Seagal's 1991 classic, Out for Justice. Here's what happened. Steven was supposed to interview her with a casting director. She got there. Casting director, not there, just Steven Seagal. Classic move. Then was there asked, a couch? He asked her to sit on a couch. And when was she it a did, couch or a bed? It was a couch. He asked her to sit on a couch. Could have been a sofa bed. I don't know. I don't know. I heard he took her to the bedroom. Well, he asked her to sit on a couch first. When she did, she jumped back up because she felt something hard on the couch. It was a gun. Stephen then pulled it out from under the cushion and said, quote, Oh, I must have, must have left my gun there. <laughs> then... He took her into the bedroom. Oh, no. So he could read her palm. She says, quote, he told me that he was a healer. Mm -hmm. And he told me that I had weak kidneys. (laughs) Oh, okay. (laughs) Did he heal her? So he was like a metaphysical. Yeah, he's doing some stuff that they would do at the psychic fair. And then she thought. But he's Steven Seagal. Or like, does this work on women? Is this his thing that he does? Julia left, by the way. Ended up getting the part. It was her first gig, big gig, in Hollywood. And the rest is history. But here's why I think Donna would fall in love with Steven Seagal. Mm-hmm. First of all, she's the classic girl who loves a bad boy. <laughs> and it's just, you can see it from a mile away. We all have those friends where you're like, oh, I wonder why she keeps going to guys who seem like they're borderline criminal. That's just how some of them are wired. And Donna likes a guy who looks like he could work at the Hot Topic, which Steven Seagal, yes, has dojo vibes for sure. But that could be a side thing. You could see him. He's got the black ponytail, slicked back, weird glasses. And then you would be so interested when he was like, Hey, the uh, whites of your eyes are pretty yellow. He would have you hook, line, and sinker (laughs) because he would tell you that he was a mystic healer. And you would be like, great, he knows what's wrong with me, and I need him in my life. You'd become probably like a purple belt Okay. Okay. in Aikido. (laughs) 
No, studying under you're his completely wrong. You know what oh, he no. reminds me of? The creepy guy who comes up behind you at the office and starts massaging your shoulders. And you're like, oh, God, get off me. And you don't want to be mean, but you kind of want to punch him in the face. <laughs> and just get off me. That's how I feel. <laughs> Although I think he has nice lips. They don't have a lot of lines in them. What are you... His lips? Yeah, his nice lips. lips. No, I'm going to look for one right now, though. You know his lips by memory? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. What <laughs> are you saying? Yeah, he, I, like, I notice things about people. Like oh, uh, Kevin... Um, oh, God. Kevin James, for example. He's got really nice skin. Oh. Uh, I just notice things like That's that. That's a weird thing. To oh notice, wow, Donna. he is not aging well. I was gonna. Do you mm. see him with his? He's got like his high definition sunglasses on, the kinds of like the orange lenses that they say the help blue you. blockers. Yeah, <laughs> that <laughs> help you make sense not of glare. Have people see your wrinkles? Oh you know, yeah, always wear sunglasses. Oh, you yeah. would be so hot for this guy. Oh no, my god! No, look gosh. at his lips. He's got pretty good lips. I don't know. I'm looking at a pretty thick mustache. I can hardly even see his top lip under there. What happened? I guess he has nice lips. He does. All right, Dawn, bye. Bye. Bye, We'll release you. Uh, We'll give you a rundown of the Billboard Music Award winners from last night and tell you what happened to Lil Nas X on Saturday Night Live. All coming right up on my talk.